Here we go. The Drive at 5. I'm Rick Dayton. These are the stories driving your headlines today. Russia makes gains in South Ukraine, seizing a major nuclear plant. Now Putin is cracking down on dissent at home. The Russian forces taking control of the largest nuclear plant in Europe after their attack. And the site sparked a fire and fears of a nuclear meltdown. The word is no radiation leaked out of that southeastern Ukraine plant. It was extinguished, the fire was today. But it continues to spread an awful lot of concern about the possibility of a catastrophic fallout across the continent. President Vladimir Putin, who raised the specter of nuclear war in Europe, said he had no bad intention toward neighboring countries, but warned them against doing anything that might escalate the situation. Now the invasion is entering into its second week, and Putin has intensified his assault on Ukraine and also deepened a crackdown on dissent at home, including new restrictions on foreign and independent media. The country announced Friday it would block Facebook as well. We continue to monitor what's going on there, and we'll do everything in our power to continue to bring you the latest information as it is happening half a world away in Ukraine. 400 family dollar stores closed after a rat infestation, a troubling pattern as the conditions described by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in a family dollar warehouse in West Memphis, Arkansas, were skin crawling. Live rodents, dead rodents, various states of decay, rodent feces and urine evidence of gnawing, nesting, and rodent odors throughout the facility, dead birds and bird droppings, foul stenches and odors, too numerous to count. A federal review of the company records indicated more than 2,300 rodents discovered in 2021, demonstrating a history of infestation. So now what? Well, the FDA's discovery has prompted Family Dollar to voluntarily re recall dozens of food items as well as cosmetics, drugs, and other products, and as a result, temporarily close more than 400 stores in six southern states. But the picture in that distribution center, which ships products to the stores, did not come as a surprise to many in Memphis. These are the kinds of stories that literally will make your skin crawl when you start to hear about the working conditions that are there. And again, when you're talking about animal infestation among food items, that is enough to make anybody take notice. Convoy of truckers protesting COVID measures expected to arrive in the D.C. area this weekend. Remember what happened in Ottawa with the convoy groups led by American truckers making their way toward D.C. The protesters, with members coming from at least three individual convoy groups, expected in D.C. throughout the upcoming weekend. They are following the lead of the Canadian protesters who in late January spent three weeks demonstrating against COVID-19 mandates there, crippling the U.S. border crossings in downtown Ottawa as well. So it hit Detroit, it hit Ottawa. Canadian police ultimately arrested more than 100 people when the Freedom Convoy there turned violent and truckers blocked roads and irritated residents with honking horns. I wonder how long it takes, however, for them to start protesting something else. Yes, they started as COVID-19, but with the rollback there, 
Is it going to be just a matter of time until they're protesting higher diesel prices and gasoline prices in the United States? Because those are things that definitely hit every single one of those operators. Pennsylvania student standardized test scores falling sharply coming out of Harrisburg today in most categories. Pennsylvania state education officials caution the numbers are so distorted by pandemic conditions that they are of limited use for comparison to previous years. The Education Department on Friday released the results of the Pennsylvania system of school assessment exams for grades 3 to 8 showing broad declines in math and English arts. The Keystone exams that assess algebra, literature, and biology for high school students had more mixed results. The Keystone exam participated at the high school level. They said the participation level was so low and as a result they're not really sure exactly what to do with all of that data. The point is the numbers are not good and the issue of education during a pandemic that was a significant challenge. We are seeing it and we're going to see it for a while. Pittsburgh closing in on the all-time high gas prices after another overnight spike, three ninety-five. The average in Pittsburgh, the all-time high for our city, is four dollars and five cents a gallon, and we're not too far away from that. The record was set in June two thousand eight. You're already seeing prices four nineteen and higher around Pittsburgh. And many expect that it could top as much as $5 a gallon, according to Gas Buddy, in a report for USA Today. That is your Drive at 5. I'm Rick Dayton. These are the stories driving headlines today. Coming up next, we've got sports for you. We've got traffic for you. We've got Melinda's look at news as this news block rolls on on the Voice of Pittsburgh.